Hey, God's anointed people. You know, I always enjoy being real with y'all. This is Real Talk with Miss K. And we are honest out here. I am even honest about what I go through, guys. And I'm telling you, you know, just worshiping and praising and connecting with God is what sets me on fire. And I hope that you're on fire for the Messiah because today we are speaking about the spirit of mammon. And I know I've spoken about this before, but, you know, what does the word say about the spirit of mammon? And those who don't understand what mammon is, mammon is another word for riches, for wealth, for, well, a version of success. And it is the version that is done without God, the version that doesn't need God to get there. And a lot of the form of mammon is a term known to when you are rich, you don't need God because it has this picture that, you know, the only reason we need God is because we need money. And mammon, the spirit of mammon emphasizes that it's riches with it, it puts you in the position of having riches without needing God. Do you understand that? Now, I always believe that there was two different versions. You get riches, which is mammon, a form of mammon, okay? And then you get wealth. Now, wealth is lasting. And I always see that God provides his kingdom with wealth. So that's lasting, that's lasting riches, basically. And then you get riches for minimum time, meaning, say for instance, you won the lotto. And uh, you won 5.6 million. I know it's a random number, guys. But of that 5.6 million, you have not given your tithes, firstly. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know, if you hear 5.6 million, your tithes is quite a bit. So you're like, nah, not going to worry about tithes. Um, and you end up spending that money for everything else besides serving God. I can tell you now that 5.6 million, as much as it sounds to you right now, will be up in less than a year. And you're like, no, man, maybe it's the person's not making proper investments. That person could even make the proper investments. But if that money was not from God, that money won't last. It won't last. The, per the person could make the proper investments. The investments can last maybe to four or five years and the person can just like that in a in a snap of a finger can lose it all and that is mammon for you okay mammon is riches basically riches that that doesn't really last for me god's riches is wealth and when god intervenes you know, with riches and it becomes wealth. That is lasting finances. That is lasting. That's when God just innovates and comes in and steps in and gives you visions, gives you a mindset, a, mind, a mindset, a business mindset on what to do with the wealth he has placed in your life or with the riches he has placed in your life to create wealth. And that's generational riches. So generational wealth is done through God. 
and someone can fight me and be like, no, that's not true. You know, I, you know, old money and blah, 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 blah. But I'm telling you, if it's not handled correctly, it is, it is mammon. If you choose that over God, it is mammon. God can make your finances lost. And it can even get to this, to, to the place where, you know, some people have different versions of wealth. Sometimes wealth is not even money, but wealth could be your happiness. Where some people are just happy with what they have. My Both my parents don't work. They are full-time pastors and they put God first with everything. I can tell you today that both of my parents own a double-story house, has two separate entrances on the property, has a... My dad has two vehicles and yeah, he doesn't work. He doesn't work the, the and you're like, ah, oh, Michele, he's a pastor, he ties and offerings. I'm telling you, I think the most we've probably had for ties and offerings, and excuse me for sharing this, but could even range, and I, and I can be wrong, I think the most we've probably had was like 2,000 rand. 2,000 rand. So how can a family of five lost on 2000 you tell me so that's what i want to say and i know you're probably thinking yo michaela why are you that honest why are you opening up to what is going on in your finances well not my finances but my my parents finances but i want to show you that this is wealth this is godly wealth and i can tell you that as much as my parents and I'm not going to say it's a, it's an easy journey. God takes care of everything. No, they do stress. They do worry. But what person out there that you know has a double story house, has two vehicles and has a family of five and there's always food in the cupboards? What person do you know? And they both, the, the, the parents don't work. Also, the house is not fully paid just yet. So you tell me. Where does the finances go? Oh, and my mom also has a business and the business is on and off. It fluctuates. I mean, generally that is how business is. And I'm not showing you this to just show off. No, I'm trying to explain that it, once you put God first before money, God takes care of everything. Once you allocate your life to God and you surrender to God and you're like, Lord, Whatever you want to do with my life, you do. God provides the wealth that is lasting, not riches that is temporary, but wealth that is lasting. You know, and he takes care of you. He provides for you. I know the G-Wagons and the Benz, the, you know, um, the Audis, the big mansions look good on social media. It does. Half of the people on social media don't own that. Their friends own it or uh, a family member owns it and they're just taking pictures there. And yeah, you are breaking your back on how you are going to get there at the age of like 25. No, guys, put God first and all the other things of this world will be added on to you. Okay, so I want to read what the Bible says about mammon. It says, uh, no one can serve two masters, for either ye will hate the one and love the other. Now, we get in this love-hate relationship, you know. We love money, 
that we can even put God's things on hold. So if someone comes through and you've made a promise to the church that you are going to play for the church and all of a sudden um, the work phones and they're like, look here, you're going to make double the money if you come in today. You're thinking, I mean, the church must understand I need to eat. Yeah, you need to eat. But where's your faith in trusting that God will take care of you? Why is money more important to you? And you need to be a, a person of your word, no matter what comes up. A person of your word, that is what God honors. And I promise you the money that you would make, you will make triple of that because you put God first. But anyway, let's read it. So no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will stand by and be devoted to the one and despise and be against the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. And then it just explains that mammon is riches, money, possessions, whatever trusts trusted in, whatever is trusted in. Um, so that's just the explanation. You see, the the bottom line is for you to understand to put God first in no matter what you do in life. And I promise you, everything your heart's desire will be added unto you, and you wouldn't have to pay for none of it. That's just because you seek God first. So if you want the lavish lifestyle, I always believe that the things our hearts desire, God somehow has placed it there. You are going to have it, but not in your time, in God's time. And we tend to rush it. We we get to the point of that's what we want, Lord, and you don't want to come through. We will then work to a point where we will make it happen for us and we will push God aside. And then that becomes mammon. We then serve our finances. And the finances don't end up serving us. That's what you, if you serve God, your finances will serve you. So you know that that term where they're like, you're sleeping and your money's working for you? Serve God, I promise you it'll happen for you. Serve God with everything and God will make it happen for you. And guys, I'm honest with you. I'm working to get to that point where, you know, God is means more to me than finances and we tend to you know where you can see you have a struggle with this is when your salary is how can i say your salary is about 20 odd thousand and your tithes and offerings needs to be two thousand and odd rand okay depending on what your 20 odd yeah same like if you thought if you if your salary is thirty thousand, your tithes and offerings is three thousand rand you're like, yo, why must I give 3,000 rand away? Like, I mean, I can buy things with this 3,000 rand, you know? That's when you know money is more, to, more important to you than offering it up to God. And, you know, I saw this thing of uh, Michael Todd where he shows that he buy like his illustration is buying all this fruit and vegetables. And from that big packs of fruit and vegetables, he takes one pack away which is like the the 3,000 out of the 30,000. And from that one pack, he puts it on God's table. And your your table is full, full of all these fruit and vegetables that a 30,000 rand could buy for you. God asked for one pack of that 30,000 rand. And he's like, your Lord, why? Why, man? Like, your man? No, man. And anyway, he puts the one pack. Now, because you honored God with your finances first, God now blesses that one pack and doubles what you have given him. 
And all he asked, all he asked from you was just that one back. Guys, what I want to say is, when you honor God first, all the things that your heart's desires will come. That God will come and come in abundance, you know. But it's also all about the heart. Because God sees how you give what he asked you for through your heart. If it's difficult to give in your heart, like you're like, oh Lord, yeah, just take it. You know, you are hindering your own blessing. Give with a giving heart. Don't serve man and honor God. Honor what he has planned for your life. And I promise you breakthrough will come in. This is Real Talk with Miss K. Stay blessed, be blessed, and God blessed. We are out.